the Arizona Cardinals can learn from the New York Jets and what they went through last night. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. So I'll start. The preview of the New York Giants coming into town starting tomorrow. There are just some things that need to be discussed before then. And, you know, with the with, with the Aaron Rodgers injury, you know, you never want to see even the most hated rival go down with an injury. It's not it's just not, not what you want. It's never what you root for. Um, and what happened after that was something that showed growth from an organization that has been questioned for a long time, a long time, much like the Cardinals and the Cardinals can learn a thing or two about what was witnessed last night on the side of the New York Jets. Um, Week one was perfect for the Cardinals. Almost perfect. I'll explain that in the second segment. And Steve Kime can't stop running his damn mouth. Steve Kime was the dysfunction of the Arizona Cardinals. And he's still at it completely obtuse, completely, unaware of how laughable he is every time he talks now about any sort of thing constructive regarding building a team or how a team, you know, is currently or should be built in the future. What we saw from the New York Jets last night after Aaron Rodgers went down, okay, terrible injury out for the year, just you never want that, whether it be a star or the 53rd man on the game day roster. But what we saw from the Jets was resolve, was the no back down, was emotion and passion rallying around each other and a quarterback that I'm assuming not many believed in going into the season because they traded for Aaron Rodgers and just willed themselves to victory. A couple turnovers, not so great throws by Josh Allen helped. Their defense is very good, even though South Gardner didn't have a great night numbers-wise. But you saw a team that – and these – you know, I struggle with this terminology. Like, I don't like using cliches ever. I think it's lazy. A lot of people just use the same terms over and over and over again. Like, I, I, I don't understand why people question Robert Sal as a coach. I, I just don't look at what happened last night. Like rallying behind each other, cliche, I'm sorry. They believe in the same vision, cliche kind of, but that's kind of what it is. It's like, all right, this is the mission. And just because your star quarterback goes down, doesn't mean that mission changes. Might look a little bit different, but what we saw was a team that was unified that just played as if Aaron Rodgers was quarterback still. And they won in incredible fashion. It was, what a game. 
But the thing the Cardinals can learn from that, and I'm not saying that they're not on the right path now. They've definitely pivoted away from the issues. But it's something that can just reinforce. Build the right culture. Draft the right players. Have the right leader. And go. Small sample size, obviously, without Aaron Rodgers. It was against the Bills. Like They're probably not going to win eight games this year. The Jets now, they probably have a repeat of last year unless the defense is all world like we saw last night. But the Cardinals, it's just reinforcing exactly what the Cardinals are looking to do. And hopefully the Cardinals will be a little bit luckier where they'll have their star quarterback back sooner rather than later. They can actually put close to their best version on the field. So I was thinking last night after Aaron Rodgers went down, I'm like, this is as the Jets stayed in the game, stayed in the game, stayed in the game. It's like, this is the fight that's been lacking from the Cardinals the last handful of seasons. This is what's different. This is what's missing. And if the Cardinals can build like they have slowly but surely and have that fight in them as a unified front, as a unified entity, it's just about adding talent at that point doesn't matter how much talent you have if you don't have that just deep burn to do what the Jets did last night. It's going to look understated because Aaron Rodgers is out for the year and people are starting to think, oh, well, you know, they, that was a nice win. But that was a character-defining win. And the Cardinals showed flashes in week one. Obviously, it's not as great of an opponent as the Bills. But... They showed fight. Showing it and winning when you have no chance to win. That's what teams on the rise or great teams do. Good teams don't find ways to lose like the Cardinals have over the last couple seasons. There is no reason why the Jets should have won that game last night. No reason. The defense led the charge. Everybody on the Jets still pushing towards that one goal. And it showed resolve that, I mean, that's difficult. You didn't need, like, that's not, that's not an easy thing to do what the Jets did last night. And... I just hope the Cardinals can eventually become a carbon copy of that. Alex Nancy locked on Cardinals. Thanks for hanging out. Pretty sweet kick return for a touchdown. It's a walk-off too, or a punt return. That was pretty badass. Uh, your team every day. Um, pretty perfect week for the Cardinals. Pretty, pretty perfect week. I'll explain as we roll on here. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by FanDuel. All right. 
for anybody that's listening to this podcast for five seconds, know that I and we here at Locked On Podcast Network love FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season. Incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, brace yourselves. <laughs> New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet 5 bucks will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Have you... Do you get YouTube TV? If you missed YouTube TV's version of Sunday Ticket, you missed out last week. FanDuel can help you out with 100 bucks off. Now is the best time to join FanDuel, all right? The app is easy to use. You can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. Might want to go check out the AFC East odds now. I'm assuming they're upside down at this point after the Aaron Rodgers injury. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right. So terrible circumstance in East Rutherford, East Rutherford with the Jets. But what was reminded to everybody was that's a different Jets organization. I mean, it's a far cry from the Adam Gase days. And the Cardinals Maybe Jonathan Gannon will be their Robert Sala. Pretty pretty perfect week for the Cardinals. Um, what do I mean by that? They lost, played well and lost. You want to win? Sure. But they played well and lost. It's not a bad consolation prize. Texans looked terrible in their loss to Baltimore. So it wasn't like Texans looked good and they just got beat by their better opponent. They just looked bad. And Baltimore's defense is good, but... Houston's defense played pretty well. I mean, Lamar Jackson did not look great. Justice Hill had a couple touchdowns. They lost J.K. Dobbins for the year. You know, I mean, it's could have been could have been a lot worse. Um, when you look at the Rams getting a win, when you look at the Raiders getting a win, those are very very good things for the Cardinals. Tampa Bay getting a win. It's pretty good. I mean, the only team that could be in line for a top pick that lost was Indy, but they already got their quarterback. So I don't think that's something. And why is this why is this a perfect week for the Cardinals? Because all the teams that could vie for that number one overall pick, three of them won. And that the Raiders probably won't vie for the number one pick. The Rams probably won't vie for the number one pick. But, I mean, they're the Rams got the number one pick. That'd be bad for the Cardinals. So the two picks that the Cardinals own in the 2024 draft, the Texans and their own, lost. Three other teams won. That is a great thing. And, and what does this pave the way for? So, so that's – it's week one, not overreaction, anything like that. But in the grand scheme of things, what does it mean? Well, again, small sample size. But it means that when you look at Tampa Bay, you're like, okay. People people give Baker Mayfield a lot of crap. And, you know, early on in his career, rightfully so, Baker Mayfield is better than a backup quarterback. So if you're better than a backup quarterback, you're always going to have a starting job. Maybe he'll be the next Andy Dalton. Okay, maybe he wasn't worth the number one overall pick. Who knows? 
you put Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rashad White, and that running back that they love that they drafted, who I can't remember, pretty good defense and a pretty good offensive line in a not-so-great division, that could yield eight or nine wins. Like if you told me Tampa Bay won eight or nine win, eight or nine games, you know, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That's barring injury, barring you know everything. But the Rams—that's the big one for me. The Rams won in convincing fashion over Seattle. May have found their wide receiver one with with Cooper Cup out. You know they've got a couple running backs, Kyron Kyron Williams and and Cam Akers. Things are moving like it's like okay, Matthew Stafford's good at football, and that you know that's. That's uh that that's a good situation for for the Cardinals where you know it's just something that are little bonuses, little balls bouncing the right way. And I think that was a fantastic week one result for the Cardinals because they only have so much control. Like, yes, you want the Cardinals to win as many games as possible, at least I do. So you know that you have more on the roster than maybe you currently, maybe you originally thought. That's probably not going to be the case. They'll probably only win two or three, four games maybe this year. But watching other teams win who could vie for that number one overall pick, also who could probably, who some who are going to want a quarterback, it's just, it's the best of the best. Because keep in mind, if the Cardinals do want to hang on to Kyler Murray, There are going to be 10, 12 teams that want that number one overall pick that are all going to be fighting over it. And then, say there's 10 teams. There's going to be nine teams. They're going to be fighting over the number two overall pick. So if the Cardinals have both, that is is organization-changing draft capital. So while it is a small sample size, only one week, you know, we've got... Four seasons in one is what we call the NFL season every four weeks. Now, obviously, there's a couple more, but it's a fantastic outcome. It's a fantastic outcome. So while, again, you want the Cardinals to win, they didn't already, and other teams winning, it's a big deal. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. I mean... I was, I was thinking about the Washington game also. It felt... It felt like... And I've thought about this back and forth. It's like... I feel like we would have known right away if it was like, oh no, what, what is happening? Coach doesn't have control. Players are all over the place. Now, you know, with the Kazir White hit and the uh, Jalen Thompson hit, uh, Paris Johnson Jr. had a had a, a penalty later by pulling somebody off a pile towards the end of the game. I don't see those as and now if it happens again, I'm going to change change thoughts here. I don't see those as a coach not having control over a team. I don't. Those are in game plays. Those aren't pre snap penalties, which is a lot of what we experienced over the last handful of years so yeah you never want to hit somebody like because you're white hit sam Howell. you don't 
Jalen Thompson's, it was helmet to helmet, but those plays happen a lot. It's just, it, they're bang, bang plays. It's the NFL. It's quick. But I feel like we would have known, like we did in, well, now we, it's easy to say, but 2019, Cliff Kingsbury was famously quoted as saying, I thought I was going to get fired at halftime. Or I thought I could get fired at halftime. Week one against the Lions, when Kyler Murray brought them back in the second half single-handedly. It felt different. It felt like they belonged. Doesn't matter the opponent. And that's something that, going back to the first segment, where it's like, if the Cardinals can have that fight and fire throughout this year, where they're going to lose much more games than they win, it's massive leap in the right direction. Lockdown Cardinals, your team every day. Steve Keim, I don't want to talk about him anymore. But when he says dumb stuff, I need to continue to talk about it. So it's a nice little treat for me to remind myself how happy I am that Steve Kime no longer touches this organization. Alex Nancy, Locked on Cardinals. Steve Kime, again, under a microscope. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Prize Picks. I love Prize Picks. I love it. Easy, simple, boom. It's the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Okay. Most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Okay. You don't have to play against other people. You can win up to 25 times your money. So select two or more players. Pick more or less in their projected stats. Place your entry. Okay. You can do it in 60 seconds or less. They're quick withdrawals. Easy gameplay. Enormous selection of, of player and, and, and stat types. What it's it's what make prize picks number one daily fantasy sports app. And it, it just does. They offer weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, prize picks discounts um, select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Prize picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account for the entire football season. Okay. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. And use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Just do it right now. Well, after the, after the podcast, do, do it right after the podcast. Yikes. Alex Nancy, Locked On Cardinals. Uh, please go to the YouTube channel. Search Locked On Arizona Cardinals. Like, subscribe, turn notifications on. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good couple of years. It's going to be a good 20 years, hopefully. As long as Ross Jackson doesn't get mad at me again. Steve Kime. He didn't get mad at me. I don't even know why I said that. Uh, Steve Kime went on Colin Coward's volume podcast. And said, paraphrasing, if you're going to pick a defensive-minded head coach, you've got to make sure that he's special. Because offensive head coaches are the ones that are running away with the league. When picking a head coach, you've got to make sure that he's special.
there's that. There wasn't Steve Kime that picked a college football coach who never won anything before, right? Yikes. Now, with, with this, the reason why I wanted to do a couple-minute segment here with this is it officially doesn't matter what Steve, Steve Kime thinks anymore. Like, now, whenever I see him talk about anything, you know, the, there was the the video that went viral for, like, 10 minutes on U of A's football, uh, U of A football Twitter account that got deleted when he's talking about player development and, and talent evaluation, talent evaluation. He got deleted because he's not good at that. Um, it's like, okay, we've entered the Looney Tunes stage. So now it's not even worth really discussing anymore. I'm indifferent to him as an entity. And that feels incredibly liberating. It's just a reminder that this has been the biggest growth offseason in the last 20 years for the Cardinals, potentially. And that's massive. The roster may not be exactly what it's supposed to be yet, can't do everything in one offseason. There are rules. But the Cardinals are in a very good spot, even though right now, existentially, it doesn't look like it. So pivoting towards the New York football giants coming into town in week two, I get to do my crossover with one of my favorites, Pat, uh, Patricia Trena of Locked on Giants on Thursday, who also didn't have a very good week one showing. The Cardinals get to show themselves and others, you know, not as importantly, that it's different now. Dysfunction will start to fade. Functionality, strong foundation, and a clear purpose and direction for the future will start to show itself. And damn it. It's overdue. Alice Lindsay, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.